Today's episode of the Wretched Hive podcast is sponsored by Taking a Walk. That's right. With the coronavirus upon us, we need to follow the recommendations around social distancing. And here in California, that includes an edict to stay home for everything other than the most essential things like health care, food, or putting gas in the car to get to work. That is if we need to get to work since so many of us are teleworking these days. So practice social distancing by staying home with immediate family and limiting your time with others to only the most necessary activities. And when you are out, maintain that six-foot distance between you and others, okay? Don't crowd each other. The line at the grocery store is not the first three rows at a Green Day concert, all right? Anyhow, there's a lot we can still do, and one of those things you should do is put on some comfortable shoes, put the leash on the dog, or perhaps the cat, if that's your thing. I got your back here, Dave. And go for a walk or a roll outside. You'll get some fresh air and vitamin D, and while you're at it, Bring your headphones and go check out our latest podcast, Either Or, where we have really smart people talk about trivial things. It's really fun. We hope you'll like it. Stay healthy and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Wretched Hive Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. Moss Eisley Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Well, 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 guys. I hope you're all doing well out there. It has been a crazy couple of weeks out here in Star Wars land and just on planet fucking Earth. I mean, seriously, we're dealing with coronavirus. Our team is dwindling and dwindling fast right now. Oh, my God. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy, man. We, we've been hit. The Wretched Hive has been quarantined. The Wretched Hive is the walking wounded right now. And <laughs> if you haven't noticed, there's no Stevie B. What? Oh, no. Guys, Wait, when, when I say Stevie, you say B. Stevie. Where you be? Stevie! B! Where you be? Where you be, Stevie B? Come on. I am the Wookiee co-pilot. I am Greg Lent. And I am hosting the Wretched Hive tonight, I guess, with... Yeah. Scott Ivansky. Lifelong Star Wars fan. Oh, lifelong (laughs) Star Wars fan. He's got... Excuse me. I'm I'm new at this, and I got a fucking dog in the background, too. It's it's not like... The dog is not doing well with the quarantine, either. We haven't done this for four years. We don't know the, the opening routines yet. I totally get it. Um, right. Oh, my God. Greg, ah, the Wookiee co-pilot. This is crazy, man. We are down Fine. to three. And uh, Well, don't get into the spoilers yet. We're, we're still at the, right at the beginning of the intro, Scott. You can't spoil the shit yet. So Steve ah. BB is out. Yep. Wookiee co-pilot in. Scott Evansky, lifelong Star Wars fan. Scott Evansky, sorry Scott! about that. Thank you very much. I don't have that on my soundboard. I'm glad you did. I did. I have a lifelong Star Wars fan. Yeah! Ivansky. I'm happy to be here, Greg. This I got awesome. I got David Lee. And also joining us with the joining us tonight is the captain of the Millennial Falcon. Thank you very much, Nico Rodriguez. Hey, hey, hi, hello. How are we all doing tonight? Glad to see that uh, not all of us are down and out. 14 days, everybody. You sneeze even once. Lock yourself in a closet for 14 days because the world is ending and you're going to die. Now, we're all on Skype, so we don't have to worry too much. But yeah, just 
be be careful out there, people. We we are definitely social distancing as about as much as you can socially be distant. You know, I try to socially <laughs> distance myself from all you motherfuckers on a regular basis. You're doing a good job. The, yes. Nico, down in the San Diego County, myself in Orange County, and Scott in Los Angeles County. We're covering all of Southern California here, guys. That's wow, we really are. This is great. Yeah. This That's is great right. stuff. Hey, so looking back at my stats or my wretched ha- uh, hive stats, Stevie B has never missed a show this is a first i should introduce this actually proper because this is episode 109 airing on march the 20th in the year of our lord 2020 and not joining us is stephen baldwin not hosting the show stephen baldwin for the first time ever in the history of the wretched hive never an episode never a mini episode nothing he's been on everyone and why is he not here because he's dead folks (laughs) Greg, this just got dark, man. Wow. (laughs) No, he's not dead. He's hopefully fine. He actually is uh, fighting a little bit of a cold, and he is just taking it easy tonight. And a well, well well-deserved rest. We wish the best to Stephen Baldwin, our fearless leader, the inspiration for this little dog and pony show, and the guy who makes it all happen. We miss you, buddy. We hope you're back soon. The guy we don't miss, though, is that damn motherfucker, Dave. Don't ever call me goddamn motherfucking. Dark to angry. All right. Don't you miss that guy. Dave, don't miss Dave, that guy at all. Dave is not sick tonight. Uh, Dave is working uh, 13-hour shifts at the 99-cent store. Uh, yes, he's pulling double duty because he's the only guy there, and he's stocking <laughs> toilet paper, guys. Give him, give him some fucking slack. <laughs> Oh man, uh, he's gonna regret not coming on this show. Every so, time, every time it's regret for Dave. <laughs> no, that's not true. Dave, Dave has been working very hard, and and we miss him as well. We it, it is, it's a crazy time, folks. We're going, we're all going through things that we've never gone through before. Um, we wish you all good health. We wish you all practice social distancing, guys. We can all get through this together. And I am so glad. You chose our little podcast to listen to while you're, I don't know, taking a shit in the bathroom or something like that. Who knows? Wash your hands with soap. Don't yeah. touch your face. Um, like, come on. Nope, if you're sick, don't go really. anywhere. Yeah. Like. Um, the entire Cantina Band song to yourself the entire time you're washing your hands. And only once you're finished, that's when you know you're done washing your hands. So. And then do it again. Then do that again. Figrin Dan and the Nodal Nodes. And the Modal Nodes, guys. The Modal Nodes, that's it. Modal Nodes, (laughs) absolutely. So we're going to have a couple things to talk about tonight. So now is here we get started with the news. From ABC News World Headquarters, this is ABC World News Tonight. No, it's not. It's Star Wars news with the Wretched Hive. So be it. Guys... It's not just the wretched hive that the coronavirus has got down. It is goddamn everything across the United States, and I dare I say, the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right? no, you don't have to dare say it. You you say it, man. It's all over. And so we're here. Can't confirm. Yeah, it's 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 killed March Madness in the world of sports. I know that people talk about the round ball and things like that in the world of sports. It's killed March Madness. It's killed the NHL. It's killed the NBA. It's killed yeah. my dog who still is barking over here like a <laughs> bitch. I tell you. 
<laughs> he's, he's, upset. he's upset. He's upset. It has killed the uh, the uh, start of the baseball season. We don't know when baseball season is going to start. So Damn. everything is canceling. And not only in the world of sports, in the world of music, you had Coachella. You had Stagecoach. You had, what's that? Nico, you're my little millennial guy. What's the Miami uh, EDM festival that's out there? Electric Daisy Carnival, EDC. Wow. EDC. EDC's been canceled. It killed South by Southwest in Austin for all you weirdos in Austin that are out there that, wow. that are listening to What are we all, guys, what are we doing for the next two months of our lives? Fucking washing your hands so your fingers bleed. Yes. <laughs> your skin <laughs> literally falls off your hands so you're to, so you're to keep washing. I want you to lose at least four layers of skin in every in every washing session you have. <laughs> Uh, for, for me personally, I'm sorry, Scott, to interrupt there, but no, for no. me personally, go, go. Uh, WonderCon. Guys, WonderCon in April. I'm not going now. I was going to go, and now I'm not going because there's well, no WonderCon. Yeah, did they shut it down officially? Uh, it has been shut down. My money has been refunded. Uh, there was no WonderCon this year. TBD, TBD is, uh, is a Comic-Con because that takes place in July. Yeah. But – July events are not safe either, because in the world of video games, uh, the E3 convention, which is always the big gaming convention every year where they do all the new big announcements, uh, that has also been um, canceled, not just postponed, canceled this year. And I think that was a July event. If, it, if nothing else, it was a June event, but I think it was a July event. Yeah, yeah I'm it's seeing, usually summer. I'm seeing the June, July, and August are really up in the air right now, based off of the last announcement by our government talking about possibly extending this through august so there's some there's some crazy stuff happening right now there people out there listening um you know and that's why we're here we're here bringing you more wretched hive news that we have you know stuff that we have for you guys we can try and get out there and try and make things a little bit nicer a little bit lighter and uh try and have a little fun out of this and uh get us through it a little bit a little bit it's it's a it's a war zone out there but thank god we have wartime president Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Is he wartime? That's Do what it. he called himself. He said that oh. he's like a wartime president right now, trying to handle all this shit. Doing a bang up job he is. Doing a bang up job he is. I tell you, nothing yeah. is nothing is better right now than my 401k, guys. I tell you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> now, let me check the stock market real quick. Oh shit, maybe I shouldn't do that. All oh, right. Man floor just dropped out of it again god damn it yeah. what are we up to now three thousand points can, can it go any farther lower <laughs> well you ain't it, it, tomorrow hasn't happened yet so i'm not I'm, I'm not i'm not counting anything out anything out so we'll we'll wait and see so uh the one thing where it does hit close to home and nico what do you think about this is uh is star wars celebration star wars celebration that's scheduled for August, I believe. Do we know exactly when Star Wars Celebration Anaheim is going to be taking place? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller. 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 It is taking place August 27th through 30th. The beautiful Anaheim Convention Center, a.k.a. Starfleet Command, if you're watching Picard at all. <laughs> um, August, guys. So I think there's a real danger. Nico, what do you think? I... I'm not holding my breath, but I'm really hopeful because uh, we're trying to see if we can get on the podcast panel, aren't we? So he's endeavoring very hard to get yeah. the podcast panel. I know that he's doing that. I haven't heard uh, where we are with that, and it probably won't be announced for quite some time. But uh, the yeah, point maybe if, 
if at all now. But yeah, hopefully it, it it all turns out because you know with the uh the newest announcement from Disney about the future of Star Wars and this whole uh Republic thing. What 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 are they calling it? The it's not the old Republic. It's the um, the High Republic. High Republic. The yeah, High... I'm really interested to get you know more info on that, and uh, that's probably where you know we're gonna get all the more info is gonna be that. Um, Star Wars Celebration is typically where all the major yeah game. yeah. So any of that coming, you know, any of that news coming out would be nice to see. Um, and I don't know what they're gonna do. Like you know, all these big events, E3. Uh, Comic-Con, Celebration, all these things are where they make big announcements on the future of all these different, you know, industries and stuff. Um, It'll be interesting to see how, when, and where all these different people are going to make these announcements if they're all being canceled, you know, because if E3 is canceled and not rescheduled, okay, well, then how are all these video game companies and, you know, the, the developers and stuff, how are how and when are they going to announce all of their big, you know, future upcoming products? You know, that I think they'll just have to go through these little press conferences that they've like, I know that Microsoft and Sony just did both did press conferences for the, uh, the PlayStation five for Sony and the Xbox, what they call it. One X now they're, they, I don't yeah. understand Xbox's naming convention, but they both just announced, Big revelations for their next generation game consoles as far as what their graphics capabilities and all that other fun stuff that nerds like to talk about. Great. I like to talk about that. Well, you know what? It's not it's not all bleak. It's not all dark out there. We do have some good news coming out of this. And we're kind of happy if you don't mind me segueing right into this, Greg. I want you to, Scott. Go for it. So one of the interesting things is um, our wonderful, beloved show, The Mandalorian, was able to finish and wrap up shooting prior to the events of everything shutting down. So we are still getting season two coming out in, I believe, October. It might have even been pushed up a little bit. They they are still saying October from what I know. They don't have a date in October, but I am happy that it has not been pushed back because most of the other Disney uh, Disney Plus shows have been uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier pushed back. Yes. Um. And I think uh, I think possibly. Well, no, Wanda. The Wandavision was actually moved up. Um. And that's kind of in limbo right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. But the the good news coming out of there is not only did they finish or uh, wrapping on the show that they actually put out a little uh, a little video that shows some really great behind the scenes um, uh, uh, shots uh, or video of them doing this new technology. Uh, this wraparound L L. What is it? LED screen. Mm-hmm. Um, background stuff, but they do a little talking in this show with some of the actors and some of the creators, and I got some really fun information that I can't wait to talk about here. And one of them was uh, some Baby Yoda information. Um, turns out, Baby something, Yoda, Baby yeah, Baby Yoda. Apparently, there's some speculation about what gender Baby Yoda is, and it looks like it's been revealed that Baby Yoda is a little ba- bouncing baby boy. All right. Congratulations to Papa Yoda, wherever you are. Yeah, so that should be fun. We'll see where that goes. Um, Also, the actor, uh, Giancarlo uh, Esposito. Esposito, yes. Not Giancarlo Stanton, as we discovered earlier. (laughs) Baseball player. He's not doing much right now. Um, So catches. uh, it looks like in an interview in one of these uh, behind-the-scenes segments, he talks about these massive lightsaber battles that he's been dealing with with the dark saber. So uh, he wouldn't mention who or how many, but uh, it sounds like some really intense 
back um, backstory that's going to be uh, for this dark saber or continuing story of the dark saber. So any speculation at all from either of you guys on who that might be, knowing knowing that this takes place uh, after Return of the Jedi, before actually very shortly after the Return of the Jedi, so well before the Force Awakens. So any speculation from either of you of who that could be? Is it? I mean, who do we know is still around Jedi? Well, I mean, who's yeah, there? Yeah. So my theory is this, and this is th- I'm going to mix a little bit of fan, uh, just fandom in it with some possible ideas. My fandom would be, I would love to see an introduction of Mara Jade. I Mm -hmm. think that character could eventually tie in the new sequel trilogy, which just ended with Rise of Skywalker, and kind of push it forward into another direction. They could actually use that character and possibly some of the other expanded universe that's been kind of lost to the legacy. Or we could actually see some of the main characters. We didn't see any of Leia and her training, and that would have taken place in these five to ten years after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there is a possibility they could even use Billy Lord, Carrie's daughter, in some of those scenes, which they used her as a body double for the Carrie scenes in Rise of Skywalker. So I'm uh, curious to see where they might go with this. I like that a lot. Nico, what are, you, what are your thoughts? I mean, okay, so we're five years out from Return. And Roughly, that, yeah. that puts us, what, like... 10 years before episode 7? Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, I'll go with that. Because yeah, Ray is Ray's apparently 18-ish at the beginning of Force Awakens, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that puts us, you know, yeah, as I'd say 10 to, 15, 10 to 15 is a good range for, for before Force Awakens, yeah. I mean, I don't know if the timelines match up, but it would be really, really cool to kind of see like a uh, an origin story for Phasma. Yeah, you get a Phasma character in there. Yeah, oh, I see that. I, I see do that. like that. And you could, actually, like... you could actually get Gwendolyn Christie to probably be in the show too. She would probably. I don't think she's doing much these days. Yeah, that would be kind of nice, actually. Right? That would be great to get a little backstory on her. That really would. Right? Because that's yeah. one of those characters that we don't get to see a lot. This is a perfect opportunity. I feel like with kind of the direction the show's going and, you know, these underground Imperials, like it could be, you know, like maybe her home planet is, you know, she's not necessarily like an imperial trooper or anything but you know her home planet or her family could be sympathizers or she could have been like a governor's daughter on a planet or something like that and they're harboring or you know supplying troops or something like that and that could have been like her introduction into it so even if it's not the actress who played phasma if it's just like a young teen girl that we see some blondie running around you know, I think that would be kind of cool to see some some motive for the character and to uh, who and why she is who she is in the in the sequel trilogy. I like that. I, I like that a lot. I like both of those. And Scott, I like yours a lot because that's what that is one I hadn't thought of because there was a lot of speculation that Carrie Russell, who starred in um, the Rise of Skywalker, who was a, a co-star in Rise of Skywalker as the 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 mysterious quasi love interest to Poe Dameron and, and excuse me I forget her name because I've only seen the goddamn movie twice and <laughs> and and I don't remember what her name is but there was a lot of speculation that she was going to be Mara Jade 
uh, in Rise of Skywalker. Obviously, that didn't come around to play. So I'm intrigued to actually see her again, and I think it's the perfect place that they that she could show up. I'm gonna guess though, for the person who might be the the one to come in with a lightsaber battle, since it is a Dave Filoni co-created show, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look back to the Star Wars Rebels cartoon, and I'm gonna go Ezra Bridger because he was just a young child in the uh, not a young child. He was a you know a spunky teenager in the Rebel show, and that taking place before the rise of the Empire. This taking place after he could be the kind of wizened veteran if you will kind of hiding out and just quasi jedi because he kind of had a a little bit of disillusionment with the jedi order and so i think he might show up uh and i think there's some fans that would be uh, appreciative of that one too what do you guys think i I think that's a good a good thought um on this i my other theory on this is since we saw a couple times and now in the expanded universe or um whatever the disney part of this um I really feel like they could throw in some of the, the Jedi that survived the basic purge that happened. And we could see some of that happening. If he is one of them, that would be great and a great connection to Rebels, which obviously is all canon now. So, yeah, because um, they had uh, Kanan. Speaking of Ken, they had Kanan, who was voiced by Freddie Prince Jr., is one yes. of the Jedi that speaks to Rey at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I love all the little connections. And even Rogue One, we saw some connections to mm-hmm. Rebels and. Clone Wars, obviously, and um, mm-hmm. I really like how they're doing that. Just subtle, little subtle things like that. Yeah, keeping that in mind, I still would love to see some expanded like storytelling and change. If they wanted to change the old expanded universe and bring in a character like Mara Jade or even a young Leia, well, I guess you wouldn't be young at this point, but younger than the the final trilogy, I wouldn't mind seeing that. And I would love it because I think Filoni and um, Oh my goodness, um, John Favreau. John Favreau, goodness gracious, yeah, it's it's that's this virus thing is <laughs> totally messing with my brain <laughs> or something. Um, maybe I should go get checked out. Uh, no, uh, so <laughs> don't freak out, people. Um, no, I I really think that those two could handle this very well, and I I would really love to see something like that where they could bring in uh, one of the Jedi that maybe we had heard about, or even if we hadn't, bring it in in a way that would make sense. And I think they those are the guys to handle this. So. Yeah, right good on. stuff. Yeah, right on. So I guess kind of finally tonight, and I'm and I'm glad that we're going to end this on a little bit of a positive in this dark time we're all in. Is uh, is guys, Star Wars gave us all a gift. Do you realize that? Did you know they gave us a gift this year? Did they? Did you receive your gift, Nico? Did you receive your gift yet this year? No, and it's my fucking birthday this weekend too. Well, not only was it your birthday, it was your thirtieth birthday. Well, the the gift is only going to cost you, I don't know, roughly about twenty bucks, probably or what it is. So it's not really a gift, but they did actually release the digital downloads for the rise of skywalker so while we're all cooped up in our places social distancing from everybody that we know and uh, kind of hate anyway we can sit down and watch the rise of skywalker and celebrate all over again what a garbage movie that is <laughs> i was gonna say are we gonna revisit this and we're gonna see something new on this this uh, outing <laughs> yeah like it love it hate it at least we get a little gift from them. That's kind of exactly. nice. Exactly. All the uh, all the bonus features. I actually don't think it is a garbage movie. I like to tease it a little bit. I, uh, it's it's not. It is the least strong of the three sequel trilogy movies for me. However, I will buy it. I am excited to see some of the extra features that are uh, included in the digital download. Uh, I know that there's a little featurette that they did on JJ coming back, and there's a uh, they're talking to some other the cast crew whatever what have you. 
Um, and then maybe so check out a few of the deleted scenes. Has anybody got a breakdown on any of that stuff at all? I, I do. I actually, so you just brought something up, and uh, we need to talk about that. Um, all right. Apparently, there is, some, there is some controversy behind their little gift. Um, on the Blu-ray and the uh, 4K version, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like they're going to be putting any deleted scenes out there. None? None. What? That is that is the big zero, the big goose egg, Greg. And uh, so the that first thing a, that be, would be a first, I think, because they there have been deleted scenes on on all of the well, there have been deleted scenes ever since uh, Phantom Menace was uh, was released. Because I think the first couple of batches of Star Wars, the the original trilogy DVDs, I don't think they had deleted scenes. They didn't put those on until the Blu-rays came about. But it's been the first time in a long time that there haven't been deleted scenes, right? Yeah, I. It, there, and now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the first release of The Force Awakens did not have it, but then they re-released it the end of the year after it went back into theaters in a special edition, which I believe Dave has a copy yeah. of. It that is the does... special. I, I remember seeing them, but it's possible I bought the special edition. That's very possible. Yeah, so it, it could be that, but yeah, it's kind of shocking. And so I, I looked a little bit, uh, did some research digging online, and it turns out it seems to be, and and this is all fan speculation, that due to the controversy that we've been talking about on the show about um, Kathleen Kennedy coming in and doing rewrites all the way up to the last minute while they were filming, that they don't want to show how much of those changes were really affected during that last part between J.J. and Kathleen. And I'm interested That's, in that. Uh, yeah, speculation. <laughs> it's speculation. I understand. Huh. But something to talk about because – I'm curious, let alone the controversy. Let's talk about this. Do you think down the road there might be, like Force Awakens, like J.J. did in the past, put out a special edition a year from now with extra bonus scenes, 3D, some other extra features that we might see on this, another version? You know, I can only imagine if they're if if they didn't put them on this one, they've got to be holding those back for another release down the road. I can only imagine that that's what the plan would be because it's <laughs> it, it seems you know obviously we're all complete nerds for this stuff. You know, I would I I I like seeing these deleted scenes, even though there wasn't anything really all that stellar coming out of uh, Force Awakens or Last Jedi as far as deleted scenes were concerned. Actually, I think I think there were a couple in Last Jedi that were interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm still interested to see it. So I, I'm 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 kind of shocked and disappointed. There's nothing for, um, the Rise of Skywalker. Kind of. Yeah. 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 I believe it. I believe that story. Hundred percent. What Scott was saying that they're trying to save face by not putting some of the deleted scenes in there. And I would I would even bet my bottom dollar covered in Corona that the deleted scenes that we might get on some future release will not even be all the deleted scenes. They will be picked and edited in such a way that keeps it. I mean, yeah, I would agree with that with all the backlash and the, you know, negative press that Disney and star Wars have been getting in the last, you know, what it's been like five years, four years. Yeah. Since the release of the first sequel trilogy movie, like well, I think as far Kathleen as reception, I, I I think that Force Awakens had the best reception out of. I think oh. the last two have been really divisive towards the fan base, but I think the first yeah, one was definitely. pretty widely accepted. Yeah. You know, I think the minority didn't like it, yeah, and that we, was pandering so, to the the whole remaking Episode Four stuff. But yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I uh, I wouldn't doubt it that they're gonna hold back on that just to keep people 
from saying anything else because they you know the more content you release the more fuel you're going to add to the fire i uh i think it's actually really smart of disney and star wars right now that they're just going to leave well enough alone everything that they've got and they're starting a whole new project that's hundreds and thousands of years away from that storyline where they can't really get in trouble with doing what they're going to do and uh what, good on they, them they, they can up. they can ride a, they could ride this wave of of uh let's call it goodness with the mandalorian right now until the next trilogy or the next set of movies comes out i i don't fault them for that but yeah, I think a lot of us still have kind of a tech geek side that would love to see that. I mean, hell, I'm even a fan. If you guys are, you all know the old Laserdisc and DVD days in the early days. Oh, yeah. Um, they had a great box set of the Alien uh, Quadrilogy, I think they called it, um, which ended up being this massive set that put out this great documentary on the third film, which is notoriously known for... Um, uh, the director at the time. Oh my goodness. I'm totally uh, David Fincher, David, David Fincher. Fincher. Thank you. David yeah. Fincher, uh, had a massive falling out with 20th century Fox. They actually filmed this amazing documentary. And even the documentary was edited and cut down because they didn't want to show some of those unbelievably tense moments where Fincher, who doesn't like to do interviews, uh, especially in, on a situation with the uh, alien, uh, had some great moments that kind of came up and they, they, they pulled the plug on that and they cut that thing down massively, I think by 45 minutes. So you didn't see how much uh, negative uh, <laughs> feedback that he gave 20th Century Fox. Um, but it was a fascinating concept. And even as a fan, it's just interesting to see what went behind the making of this film and whether it comes out good or bad, they still made their billion dollars. So it would just be fun to see that from a, from a kind of a, technical side just to see how things kind of fell together you know thinking about alien 3 if you would have told me that the guy who made seven yeah that the, that the guy who made fight club yeah also made an alien movie <laughs> i would shit my pants to see that but it is a it is a pretty bad movie guys let's not be let's not let's not beat around the bush it is not a good movie i i will say this yes you are correct but I don't but, think it's his fault. I, I feel like you know, we we you touched on it and all the studio intervention in that movie. If you watch that documentary, I'm going to guarantee you this. Uh, uh, any fan that's out there, we talk Star Wars all the time, but we also talk pop culture. So let me just throw this out to all of our fans. If you love these films, and and who really doesn't, go watch this giant box set, and you will see what is the unofficial director's cut. It's not really a director's cut because Fincher had nothing to do with it. But if you watch that cut. It's pretty amazing to see where that final vision might have gone. Plus, when you see who was attached to the original writing project, which was, uh, oh, goodness, uh, the Buffy the Vampire creator. Um, Joss Whedon? Joss Whedon was the writer on that. I'm in your head tonight, Scott. I'm in your head. You are in my head. Thank God, Greg. Um, but you you look at all the talented people that were involved in the making of that film and watch how it just completely got railroaded uh, by the, the, the movie company you kind of feel bad for him. And look, David Fincher can kind of be an asshole sometimes. I've seen him interviewed. He's not, he's not the <laughs> nicest guy, but he's not you, Johnny sunshine is what he is saying. not. Um, but yeah, you really kind of feel bad. Like 20th century Fox said, we, this is our property and it's too bad because two very creative people not only came up with the concept for alien and then followed up with one of the most amazing sequels of all time. 
they had an opportunity to do something shockingly great and they just utterly destroyed it. And I, I, I'm surprised he didn't go into a depression for the rest of his life over that. He seemed to have rebounded fairly well. He had he a he had a string of real good movies, and and aside from, oh God, what was the one he made with Hugh Jackman where he's the time traveler? Wow, I didn't even. Oh man, what is that movie? Um, is that the time traveler's wife? No, 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 no. That's um um. The the fountain or something like that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, which I just found dreadfully dull. I just found it dreadfully dull. Uh, I I've liked I think everything else he's done since since all that stuff. So, um you know obviously there's Fight Club and 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 um and Seven which are just fantastic movies. But Black Swan is really good. Um, Black Swan is amazing. He did Boss, he did uh, the Social Network. The Social Network is real good. Won the Oscar is that yeah. Yeah. And um, he did one of my favorite, two of my favorite under like low key movies. One was about uh, the uh, the serial killer from San Francisco. Oh, Zodiac! That's a great Zodiac. movie. That's right. Yeah, and then he also did this wonderful under like under the radar film called The Game with uh, Michael Douglas. Uh, Michael Douglas and Sean Penn, right? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic film. That was right after. That was his first film after uh, Seven, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, lots of twists in that movie. That's a good one too. I'd forgotten about that one. I'll have to go back and check that out again because that is a really, uh, it is a really good, very Fincher-esque movie for sure. For yeah. sure. Very dark, has a nice twist ending to it as well. So enjoy Absolutely. that. Yeah. Absolutely. Very good. So guys, go out there, get your copy of the uh, the Rise of Skywalker on digital because we're kind of not doing anything else this weekend, right? <laughs> no. <not laughs> okay. So. Um, well, well, we've got a minute. I wanted to backtrack. So I'm totally sorry. I wasn't paying attention when you were talking as per usual. As per um, usual. So yeah, yeah. Blah, God, blah, Nico. Fuck, God, Nico. Fuck you, Scott. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were asking us about the, the lightsaber fights, and I'm realizing now that that's what you're asking us about the Mandalorian. And then I bring up Captain Phasma. Which um, still is, it's a good pull, but yeah, completely yeah. off talk off topic. Um, that's okay. Well, I mean, it's somebody that I would like to see in the future, but yeah, it wasn't lightsaber related. But back to it, uh, lightsaber related in The Mandalorian 2, which would be cool, and I've been looking into it a little bit, is um, Cal Kestin, I think is Cal Kestis from the Jedi Fallen Order video game. And his dog spot? They are making a sequel... Really? Yes. Because he's a little ginger boy. <laughs> That's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> See, Scott got that joke. It was Cal Worthington and his, and his dog spot. This guy who sold used cars back in the seventies. So. <laughs> You still see you still see Worthington, Ford, and Chevy. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Hey guys, I live right next to Worthington Ford. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so the the main character in Jedi Fallen Order, the video game, his name is. Is That's Cal right. Kestis, yes, Cal Kestis. And uh, so the timeline is that video game takes place five years after, um, what is it, Revenge of the Sith. So oh, yeah. or five years after Order 66. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're supposedly making a sequel. And okay. rumor has it that it's going to be taking place during the original trilogy timeline, which is when that would be taking place. 
Yeah. Right. Oh. So anytime five years after, I mean, you know, it's going to be somewhere in that is that I mean, because the Jedi Fallen Order, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's he's he's the Padawan of a Jedi who, you know, this Padawan survives Order 66 and lays low undercover, hides his force abilities. He's hiding from, you know, the purge of Jedi. And it's kind of his, you know return to the force and and remembering his training and kind of you know putting himself back on the path of the jedi well now that he's you know gotten back onto the path of the jedi the sequel that we're hopefully supposedly going to be getting is going to be him as a jedi trying to live through the events of the original trilogy just kind of you know on the side yeah, Nico. That's, that's, that's actually a really that's actually a really good call. So I like that. He's like 18, 19 in the game. It's a 24 year gap between the game and the Mandalorian. That puts him, you know, 40s, 50s. That's still plenty young enough as a Jedi to be worth it to you know to be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, I like that a lot. so you make a great point. Not only is that a great pull and a possibility but the actor who is screen mo mo capped for that game yes. is the actor who plays the joker in the batman tv series oh, wow. is, that, is that him that is him wow yeah right. you know we need to actually be in the writer's room for the mandalorian too because i'm putting that guy in there and i'm putting the quest that they're all going on is finding luke skywalker's lightsaber and giving it to maz kanata and that way we're tying up that fucking loose end from the force yes. awakens is what we're doing i mean oh. if that's not their quest but it fucking happens you know what yeah. that's awesome that is a good point can we start doing these little segments on the show we need to bring this up with stevie b if he makes it through all this um if he makes it through, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. We got a plan. We got a plan for the worst guys. It may be just the three of us from now on. Jesus. We got to let this thing go on in Steve's memory. R.I.P. Stevie B. <laughs> no, I, I think we should throw in a little segment of us speculating on writing the Mandalorian. Let's let's call it five seasons, and we can throw in bits and pieces that tie up all the shit from the sequel trilogy. Fuck it, let's just write a screenplay. Let's do it. (laughs) One one line at a time. I'll write the first line, Nico writes the second, Scott writes the third. (laughs) Oh, that's awful, because that means every third line's gonna be, fuck you, Scott. (laughs) I'm already already lining up for this movie. And Um, then Yoda said, fuck fuck you, Scott. Scott. Oh, and on that note, yes. Well, guys, it was a short episode. Excuse me, but we made it through. I think I'm catching the coronavirus right now. Oh, don't know. Oh no. Well, if you've ever caught coronavirus, if you've ever caught coronavirus, check us out, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you checking, coming in and checking us out. We miss Stevie B as much as you do, you know. We also miss Dave, too, but not as much as we miss Stevie B because Steve records all this shit. That's what happens. Yeah, I'm recording it tonight. Hopefully it fucking works out. I hope so. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook somewhere. Wretched Hive, Facebook.com slash The Wretched Hive. Check us out on uh, Twitter at Wretched Hive Pod. Uh, Instagram. Nico, what's our gram? Do you know? 
it is the Wretched Hive 77. The Wretched Hive 77 on Instagram. Uh, also, check us out. If you're listening to this on iTunes, make sure you go over to iTunes. Leave a little review star. One star, five star. Any review counts. It helps us get found on iTunes by people looking for new Star Wars podcasts to listen to. It's always nice. Um, what other Scott? So this is the time where Steve starts stressing stressing out. So I got a minute and ten seconds for you to get your final thought. I got a rant just building, man. Let's go, let's go, let's do this. <laughs> I got nothing. You got nothing tonight? I'll tell you what, Scott, I want to invite you to Disneyland tomorrow. How about we go to Disneyland? Let's do that. Let's see if they, see if they let us in. <laughs> I'm sorry. The park is closed. The moose out front should have told you. Yeah, we're going to be at home, guys. You're going to be at home. Scott's going to be at home. Steve's going to be at home. We're all at each other's homes, but not together, unfortunately. I really, really wish you all take care of each other. Make sure you're good humans. Don't buy all the goddamn toilet paper. I mean... Has nothing to do with COVID 19. Leave the toilet paper on the shelves. Thank you very much. We all needed to hear that. Guys, thanks so much for listening. It's been fun. We'll be back in two weeks with hopefully a full crew this time. This has been the Wretched Hive signing out. May the force be with you all.